Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I am so thrilled to have you here with me today. It's truly an honor to have you guys show up each week and be willing and able and excited to hear what I have to say. And I'm really excited to show up here today because in the last, I'll say, two weeks, and I haven't recorded a podcast in two weeks because I got ahead, so it's been a minute since I sat down with the mic, um, a lot's happened. I feel like I've gone through a incredible transitioning phase and I have found the courage to launch a new platform of LaRue that is coming out May 2nd and it's completely unexpected and it's a brand new branch to the brand. I am so so overjoyed to be sharing yet another passion with you guys and opening even more space to work with more of you and to help you guys and to benefit your lives more and it's just such an honor to be able to share my gifts and talents and my passions with you guys and have you guys show up excited to invest in them whether it's your time your money your mindset all of the above I'm just so honored that you guys are here showing up each week and that's what has given me the courage to launch this new platform. So I'm so excited. Definitely stay tuned for that. You guys can go ahead and go to my Instagram to see the announcement of the launch and the new branch of the brand has its own Instagram as well. So if you go to my personal one, you can find it there. But moving into today's topic, I am very excited to talk to you guys about boundaries. And I think that the first thing I want to say about boundaries is I think a lot of the time, a conversation around boundaries can be very misread as implication of this is how I need something or someone to step away from me or get out of my energy or remove themselves from it. And I think when you talk about boundaries with some people, it can be like this offensive conversation. But my belief on boundaries is that when you establish them in every relationship, in every person, in everything that you do, when you establish boundaries, I think that you are actually creating a both safer and more likable space to grow in whatever it is. If you have boundaries with your work, you're showing up, I think, more authentically and more energetically ready to perform at your best because you know what your limitations are as far as this is what I'm willing to do and this is what I'm not willing to do, whether it's with your time or your work or whatever. And I think the same thing goes with boundaries in relationships or friendships or any sort of interaction you have with any type of person. You know, your boundaries with your boss are certainly different than your boundaries with your best friend or a parent or a boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other. So I think that first and foremost, changing the mindset or conversation around boundaries itself is a really good idea. And I think this leans a lot on last week's conversation on friendships because it goes kind of hand in hand with what I mentioned on 
sort of being honest and upfront with friends about what your expectations are in a friendship. I think if we're honest and upfront with our boundaries in relationships or physical entities against the work, I think it gives us a better opportunity to show up for the other people benefiting in that situation. That's the first thing I want to sort of talk about because boundaries are very important to us and like I said very important to other people involved. Our boundaries are not only where we understand and set limitations but they're what keep us most often physically and emotionally safe. Now I know I've had lots of conversations on safety and being comfortable but I want to establish a clear boundary here. I think that being safe is very different from being comfortable. So if you are setting boundaries to keep you in your comfort zone, you are actually probably hurting yourself more than you are benefiting or challenging. But if you are setting boundaries for your physical and emotional well-being and safety, then this is what we're talking about. Leaning on the intentional living conversation, I'm going to talk about boundaries that benefit your emotional well-being because I think that we should all just kind of secondhand nature know our physical boundaries so I'd like to start with boundaries as sort of this conversation that centers around an energetic imprint that we have and again this I'm actually really happy that this is following the friendship conversation because I think it leans a lot on what I talked about in that conversation just kind of in a different context but when we establish boundaries It's also allowing us to create this sort of energetic barrier between the people or things we're interacting with. So when I say energetic barrier, what I mean is we are walking into a situation or a job or a relationship or a friendship or whatever, knowing exactly what our own energy is and owning that energy. And when you set these boundaries, you're stepping into something new or an opportunity or a situation where you're not allowing someone else's or something else's energetic imprint to impact your own. Now, of course, this can be done in positive ways. You know, I'm hoping that we each wake up and go ex- go to our job excited for the day or excited to work or love our job. And those are energetic imprints that benefit us. But our boundaries are set to create this sort of dissonance between the things that could emotionally or mentally harm our well-being. So to be very simplistic in an example, what I mean is a very obvious one where we set boundaries at work, you know, thinking, okay, I'm not going to work past five or I'm not going to work past six or I'm not going to work on my lunch hour because I need that time to myself or I need to end my day at that time so that I can step away and, you know, revitalize my energy so I can show up great the next day as well. So setting these clear and concise boundaries, I think, not only lets us and lets other people involved know, again, like I said, what I am or am not willing to do, but it lets us create this emotional and energetic dissonance so we are not adopting someone else's energy or if it's an entity or something that you're walking into, you're not adopting a sort of negative association with whatever it is. So the opposite of that boundary, that work time boundary is if you don't have a set time that you're walking away from your desk or hanging up the phone or closing your email for the day and you're going about you know the rest of your night cooking dinner while working or cooking dinner and checking your email or getting into bed and looking at your work email 
by not creating that energetic boundary, you're going to create you're going to create several negative contexts for the for those actions. So you're going to wake up the next day resenting going to work or resenting that email you got that you're dreading on working on or whatever it may be when in fact you could have just set the work situation down at a specific time of day, walked away and ready to show up for whatever issue or problem or just work that needs to be addressed the next day. When we don't create these boundaries, we're allowing our energetic imprint to intertwine and interweave with another energetic imprint that is not our own. And not only does this, again, like I said, create this sort of negative resistance to someone or something, you are going to lose yourself. Now, we all know how this works when someone becomes so consumed by a job that they've lost sight of who they are. I I love asking people this question because I think it tells you a lot about who someone is and what their passions and specifically their values are. If you walk up to someone and say, tell me about yourself, if the first thing they say is whatever they do for a living, they do not know or have lost sight of who they are. Now, I know that there are certainly perhaps exceptions to this rule. I know that if someone asked me who I am, I would in the top five most certainly say, you know, a spiritual and manifestation and intentional living leader and practitioner and, you know, spirituality guidance service, but all of those resonate with exactly who I am and my journey in life. Now, if I was working at, you know, in in college, I had a job at anthropology. If I was working at anthro and someone asked me, oh, who are you? I'm like, oh, I am 22 and I'm in college and I work at anthropology. None of that has anything to do with who I am at my core, right? If you were to go up to someone and ask them, who are you? And they immediately go to their job or point of service. I think people can sometimes lose the thought of who they actually are without a job because almost always, you know, especially in service industries, I think that the job is just a piece, a very, very small puzzle piece of who we are. I was, I've been on this, um, kick talking on my Instagram about Gabby Bernstein and I'm reading her new book Happy Days and you know she's this very very well established motivational speaker she's a New York Times best selling author she's I, I mean she's got a laundry list of credentials behind her name and I was listening to her book I actually got it on Audible which is not something I always do or actually to be honest rarely do I especially enjoy self-help and spirituality books in a physical form so I can take notes, right? But I, for some reason, just got this book and I think it was because I heard her podcast on it and I just needed to start it immediately and I didn't want to wait for it in the mail despite the fact that Amazon has one day delivery. Anyways, she was talking in her book and she said, one of the questions she gets asked most often is what are you most proud of? And I think someone with that kind of credential list behind her You know, I think it's obvious to think that she would say something like, oh, my books or my child or anything, you know, like I I would have guessed so much more before what she actually said, which is that she is the most proud of the spiritual healing journey she's gone through. And I think that's such a beautiful way to look at all things. And I think that this goes back to one of the original conversations that we've had on this podcast time and time again being 
the most important person in your entire life to ever exist will be yourself. To show up best for others, you have to show up for yourself first. So to be proud of her son, you know, to be proud of the accomplishment of having a child or to be proud of the accomplishment of selling and authoring several books and speaking across the world to thousands and thousands of people, she has to be proud of herself first because to authentically be proud of those accomplishments, she has to be proud of who she is at her core. And I think that this conversation can definitely weave into the conversation of boundaries. To show up best in relationships, friendships, jobs, anything, whatever you want to think of, fill in the blank there, to show up best for those, you have to know who you are without those things. And I think that this is, again, this is also a very big spiritual conversation. You have to love, support, and honor yourself without the things you want in life because you cannot let the things that could suddenly go away be what define you. It is very possible to lose a partner. It is very possible to lose a job. And if you think that your partner or your job or where you live or what you do defines who you are, what happens when that suddenly goes away? Or if that suddenly goes away, does that mean you've lost sight completely of who you are? I think that this is where the boundaries conversation is so incredibly important because establishing those lines of communication with yourself, knowing, okay, I want to show up best for this person or this thing. So these are my boundaries to do so is it's not wrong. And I think that that's why people think the boundaries conversation can be awkward or weird or be full of tension because it's people kind of think talking about boundaries is an implication that you don't want to spend as much time with them or you, you don't like them as much or you don't like your job as much. But in reality, it's so you can show up best for them or it and it for you, right? So when you establish these boundaries and understand where your lines begin and end, you're creating a much safer, much more authentic space for you to show up in. Because you're deciding that despite the fact that I love this person with all my heart or I love this job with all of my heart, it does not define who I am because I cannot let that be the thing that fills in that blank question because what if one day that thing goes away? Then the question of who am I comes up and we all go through these sort of crises of, (laughs) you know, who am I? What am I doing with my life? And those are, those moments are completely normal, but to I would say not even avoid, but to not allow those moments into your space is easier when you establish these boundaries. Now, I want to go back to this conversation that I kind of leaned on, which is what the blog is about this week, being that boundaries are not only the establishment of what you are and are not willing to do, but like I said, If you don't have boundaries, you are adopting an energetic imprint that is not your own. And this can really begin to compromise who you are at your core, your core values, your core beliefs, your core understandings of the world. When you do not have boundaries, and I'm going to go back to the friendship conversation because I think that these, these two conversations interweave really well. If you do not create boundaries... I want to establish this as well. When I say boundaries, I do not mean distance. I do not mean limitations. I just mean 
what you are and are not willing to do or kind of along the conversation of expectations what you are and are not willing to show up for when you establish boundaries in something like a friendship you're creating a space for much more comfort and ease on both sides of the parties right so your boundaries don't just benefit you they benefit every single one involved and i'm going to keep reiterating that because I, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I don't like the fact that when people talk about boundaries, you know, that there is that kind of sometimes negative connotation with it. With all of these conversations, I always like to add in, you know, my own little anecdotes and experiences with whatever the conversation is for the week. And I have a really interesting story on boundaries where having had established boundaries, this story would have come out a lot differently But in college, you know, I was a young, naive, (laughs) sort of um, go-getter. And I don't know if you guys know, I'm pretty sure I said this in the first podcast, but for a few years when I was in college living in New York City, I worked Fashion Week. And there was one woman I worked in, I worked with in particular for a few um, seasons of Fashion Week. And she was a personal stylist and she styled celebrities and influencers that would show up and et cetera. And one year, it was the February fashion week. She told me that she wasn't going to be showing up this year and that if I wanted to work fashion week, she could give me a couple recommendations to who I could go to. And she did. And she was lovely. I ended up working with this woman who was actually not a stylist, but a PR rep. So she was in charge of some of the events and getting people to show up and blah, blah, blah. So I sign on to work with this woman for two weeks. And let me also preface this by saying I'm in the middle of school. Like the semester had just started. I am getting assignments handed at me left and right. But I loved fashion. It's never been something I've pursued but it's always been something that I've loved and have valued. I think that fashion is very much so an expression of who we are. And it's just always been something I've been connected to. So anyways, I sign up to work with this woman for two weeks, the week before fashion week and then the week of, and I'm helping prep a ton of these events and all of this stuff. And I show up and she's so kind, so wonderful, very welcoming. Her team is really nice. They're a bunch of you know, other young college girls, very excited to work fashion week. And, you know, I knew that I was showing up with a little bit more experience. I had worked fashion week twice before and I've been on the scene, you know, it's fun, but I also knew what to expect. And one of the things she has told me was, I need you to use your Metro card and your card throughout this entire next two weeks and I will take an invoice from you at the end. And I'm sure you absolutely know <laughs> where this is going. So I had to travel for two weeks to and from her office. I had to go to shows. I had to buy lunches and stuff and all I spent my money on lots of things and already with that I was like sweetie I'm in college how much money do you think I have in my bank account and I was also let me also say this I was also working at anthropology at the time I had taken very minimal shifts those two weeks because I knew I was working fashion week but I I had three things going on right and income coming in from anthro 
So you all know where this is going. Like I said, that's why I said I was naive. So I was already very apprehensive when this woman asked me to use my card, but I was just like, okay, I guess I can do that as long as there's no major expenses. I, you know, I don't get paid until this day. And she's like, yeah, no worries. Um, and she did give me her company card for certain things that where I was spending, you know, hundreds of dollars, but I used my Metro card. I used, you know, my credit or debit card for several other major expenses. I was buying lunches for all the girls and the other girls were doing this. Let me also say this. She wasn't just taking advantage of me, but you all know where this story is ending. I did not establish boundaries and fashion week ended. And I go to her office the day the day after Fashion Week had ended to turn in, you know, some of my stuff that I had used for her and just blah, blah, blah. And I came in with an invoice. I came out with my in- invoice. I came with my bank statement printed. And I highlighted all of the stuff that was her expenses. And she took it from me and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> I like I can't even say that story with a straight face because the audacity of this woman to do this to a I would have been 20 19 or yeah no I would have been not no yeah I would have been 19 the audacity of this woman to take my bank statement and throw it in the trash in front of me I was speechless now let me also say I have always had a very strong backbone I think and I've always stood up for myself in most situations but this woman was you know someone I wanted to impress she was very well connected and she took my bank statement from me threw it away and looked at me and said you can leave now and I was like are you going to pay me I need my money like I'm in college I need you to pay me back I spent my own hard-earned money on you. Also, let me preface this by saying this fashion week was an internship. I've never been paid for working fashion week. And she said, your experience is payback enough. And I lost about $250-$300. Yeah. And in college at 19, living in New York City, that is a crap ton of money. So... I was mortified. I was so angry. And all in all, the experience was horrific. And I walked away thinking I'll never work Fashion Week again, which I actually didn't. I never worked it again. But the point being of this conversation is that if I had just said no from the get-go and said, no, I'm sorry, I'm not willing to do that and walked away, I would have been sad, yeah, and wanted to work Fashion Week, but I wouldn't have been out $300 and I also wouldn't have been pissed off with myself and other people and resenting that experience. Or if I had established a boundary saying, no, I'm not willing to do this. If you want me to charge anything, I need your I need your company card. You know, if I had been willing to, and I think this also has another kind of branch of this boundary conversation is, Boundaries are also ways that we're willing to stand up for ourselves. So if I had been willing to stand up for myself and, you know, take care of it more so as an adult, I, again, I don't think this situation would have happened either at the beginning or at the end. Meaning if I had just stood up to myself and said, no, I'm not leaving until you pay me. This is outrageous, blah, blah, blah. You know, eventually I think I could have worn her down, but I didn't, (laughs) 
I didn't uh, have the tenacity to do so. So establishing boundaries, it, it does a lot for everything. It, I think, could per- perhaps protect all parties involved. It lets you stand up for who you are. But I think the biggest thing that boundaries let us do is not compromise in what we value and who we are and what we believe and who we are at our core. Without boundaries in all situations, all events, and anything, anyone, any person, anything, without boundaries, the lines between who we are and who they are, who we are and what this does for me, would become so blurred that going back to that original question, if you were to ask yourself, who am I? I don't think you'd be able to answer that question with 100% confidence. When someone asks me who I am, I know exactly how to answer that question because I'm very clear not only on who I actually am, but I've set boundaries with everything in my life. I have a job that I don't even consider a job. It's This is my passion. This is what I love. I get to work with amazing people every day. and I get to push forward the lessons that I've learned to people that are ready and willing and able to learn the same things. People who are in a spiritual and intentional conversation. However, I think COVID has also given us this situation to create boundaries. If something like this were to happen again or even more catastrophic or even bigger, you know, my job might not exist, which goes for hundreds of thousands of jobs. So my job does not define me. I define me. My values, who I am, defines the answer to that question. And as I've been saying a lot lately, everything else is icing on your cake. You are the cake. So yes, as much as my job defines so much of my life and I value it and love it with the utmost respect and fearlessness, it can't be who I am. The same way a future partner isn't or a best friend or even my parents. I mean, you guys know I talk about how close I am with my parents all the time. And, you know, my mom... (laughs) is I don't even have words you know we're we're she's my best friend in the whole world and she there's no one in the world that understands me like my mom but I also have established boundaries that let me still be me and keep me safe you know as horrible as a thought that it is I've thought about how I would feel or what life I would live if something were to happen to my mom and it would break me down to my core But at the same time, I have worked so hard to establish who I am with said boundaries that I would like to think one day I could pick myself up from it. And I think that when you break that more catastrophic situation down into much smaller ones, again, like I said, what if what happens if you lose your job or, you know, you break up in a relationship or break up in a friendship Those people, those things cannot define who you are. So when you establish boundaries for your emotional and mental well-being, you are allowing yourself a greater space to expand on the answer of what it means to be you 
while devoting yourself and showing up authentically in all of these relationships, in your job, in your home, in everything that you do. Because without boundaries, you are adopting an energetic imprint that is not your own. You are going to lose sight of who you are, what you value. And compromising on those beliefs, compromising on what it means to be you, creates, like I said, it creates such resentment in your life. And that's why I think a lot of friendships don't work or a lot of intimate relationships don't work or a lot of jobs don't work because leaning on this work example a lot, I think that it's very easy to see this in people who become sort of addictive with work or workaholics, you know? People who work all the time are eventually going to reach that burnout stage that we've talked about. And what are they left with? They're going to be left with resentment and pain and this all-consuming question of what the fuck was the point of this? Why did I even work this hard? Because let me also preface this by saying there are going to be a lot of people in this world because they're not ready to step up into spiritual practices or enlightenment or intentionality or just being a good human some people will not appreciate the effort you're putting in beyond your boundaries or beyond what you're capable of so if you're a workaholic and your boss just quite frankly is an asshole and you reach burnout and you ask yourself what the hell was the point of all of this not only are you going to be questioning major life choices but you're not going to be supported a lot of people won't support you in that journey and that's why creating and establishing these safe boundaries with bosses and friends and etc is so incredibly important and I want to go back to that point of when I was talking about fashion week what if I had just walked away if I had established boundaries and she basically had said no I don't agree with this you're not going to work here if I had walked away from that, like I said, I would have been sad and upset, but I, I wouldn't have been compromising my morals or my integrity. If you get offered a job and they say you have to work 70 hours a week for, you know, this amount of pay or to do to be good at your job and you establish a boundary of no, I'm, I'm not willing to work more than X amount of hours a week and they say we're not giving you the job, then you have just done so much more for yourself than you possibly could have done in that position. You have not only stayed true to your morals, your integrity, and your values, but you've allowed yourself to have the confidence to establish hard boundaries. You are not adopting an energetic imprint or values or beliefs that are not your own that will compromise who you are and what you believe in. So, I think that's what I've got for you guys today. I, again, was very much in the zone for this podcast. I really enjoy this conversation. I think that it actually, while I was speaking, opened my eyes to a couple of ways I can establish better boundaries. But you guys know I'm here for you if you have more questions. And most certainly stay tuned for the launch that is coming May 2nd. I want to, you know, throw in a little plug for myself here. This is something that so many people have approached me about doing for them and showing up for them in this way. And I never pursued it before because I was thinking that, but 
it's not what I want to do. I want to do this. And, but it's a natural talent for me. And it's something I'm very good at. And I think I was looking at it in a resentful way because I thought, what if it's just a job and it's going to hurt me or prevent me from showing up at LaRue in this way? So that is why I've created my own branch of this thing that I am doing, a part of LaRue. And it's yet another way for me to show up for you guys authentically and in such a powerful way because not only do I know it's something I'm extraordinarily good at, but it's something that I love to do. So stay tuned for that. Like I said, go find the announcement on Instagram. And I love you all dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.